After a meal like that, you deserve a little dessert. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. And it'll be Alex Kerfoot. Here's the veteran. Left-handed shot comes from the right wing side. In scores! Alex Kerfoot wins the game for the Maple Leafs in round seven of the shootout. Lucky number seven, and it's number 15 who gets the goal. Alex Kerfoot with the shootout winner. The Leafs squeaking out a 4-3 shootout win over the Capitals. And, I mean, points are at a premium at this time of year. And, you know, it's funny. We're talking, oh, this team is home and cool. They'll be fine. Seems like home ice is going to be locked up. And then all of a sudden, Tampa's going on a tear right now. The Leafs are kind of on a slide. Now, not in terms of their play, but they've had a tough run of games lately. And you get the stolen point, what it feels like at the end of the game. And then you squeak out the extra one in a shootout. Now you need one point left to lock up home ice advantage. It, it is amazing how much things have turned in the last, I don't know, uh, 30 minutes or so here, Gord. Yeah, good You know, good on the Leafs. I mentioned about uh, it's really starting to drag. It feels like exhibition games right now, but they've played some quality hockey Save for that Tampa Bay game. Tonight's another example. You know, I I often say about the crutch of back-to-back games, but this time it was very valid. Three games in four nights. The season's dragged on. They've had a busy April. They're down in this game, and they come back and battle. Goaltender out. Tie it. It looked like everyone was tired in the shootout, though. I, I know. Was was this like slowest speed per average speed per skater in an be. NHL game ever for both sides? Right? Must have been. Jeez. Now. Let's get back to the Leaf game, but let's get what you just said coming on the air because we're watching the Tampa Bay game and, you know, we're keeping tabs on it. So the early reports are the Florida Panthers won, what, 13 games in a row? That's right. They they beat the Leafs to pick up the 13th straight win. Tampa Bay beat them tonight in Florida. Yes. The Florida Panthers got booed off the ice. There are reports of the Florida Panthers being booed off the ice at home. Again, this is is the team that's going to score the most goals in the salary cap era in the the NHL since there's been a cap. They're they're going to win the President's Trophy. They're going to finish first in their conference. And they just got booed off the ice at home because of... And, you know, we didn't watch the game. We're going to get to the Leafs game here tonight. But, man... Uh, Those fans, they got real picky real quick. And look, I know they've been there for a while. This isn't two years they've had the team. I know the rats and the run, all that stuff. Maybe appreciate what you have just a bit there, Florida Panthers faithful. My goodness, could not believe that. And the tickets are the cheapest in the league. They still can't sell out. Like, you're better off dumping the kids there. It's cheaper than a babysitter, right? (laughs) You know, you just... (laughs) So so in Quebec City, or a second team in Toronto, would not boo uh, the, the... President's Trophy winners off the ice. Just, just, just saying. Yeah. You know? Think about, think about Waffle Era Leafs wow. and jerseys on the ice. It wasn't a President's Trophy team. Uh, wasn't first in the conference, first in the division. Most goals ever. It wasn't that. Mm-hmm. It was a little different when that was happening here. So, man. By the way, it was also just a waffle. It was just one. It was a waffle. It was weird. <laughs> it was, I know. We're still all these years later. We're still going. Is the or do they say the team's waffling on commitment? Like we're know. still trying to crack the code of that, that one. That was cool. Okay. So tonight's anyway, uh, anyway, this, we can the, put a pin on dumping on the Panthers they, fans, well, but they well, deserve it. Yeah. Because we're talking about the importance of winning this to get home ice advantage in the playoffs. Cause the Leafs Great have point. not had 
home ice advantage in pre-bubble, pre-COVID right. playoffs in recent years. And you want, you know, that's what you play for. And, and there's a real buzz. It's really vibrant at Scotiabank Arena. It's been a real good vibe, the games we've been at, mm-hmm. liking it. And, you know, Raptor games are showing a bit what, hopefully, hockey fans can do. Because there's a there's a there's been a different vibe, let's face it, for Raptor games. Yep. And I say that admiringly. You know, it's just about... and. Hey, let let make the building rock, you know, make the building rock. If the team's playing like they are, like they did tonight and generally have all season. Yeah, that, that'd be wonderful. That, you know, Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm happy you bring up the Raptors thing because I've had this thought for a while and I haven't really had a place to kind of get it off my chest. I really feel like that Raptors fun, uh, run of 2019 and winning the championship and Kawhi and all that, it taught people how to be fans again in this city. You go back to the Jays in 15 and 16, but it almost feels like baseball fandom and, you know, arena yeah. sports can be kind of different. It felt like the fans at Scotiabank kind of got license almost. We can we can let our hair down a little. We can have some fun here. And I, I'm with you. The crowds there have been great. Now just one point away from locking up home ice advantage. And I feel like home ice matters because of all that stuff. We talk about how the crowd can help you out it's going to matter because of last change especially because it's going to be that lightning team you're going to go up against you are going to need to have the ability to dictate matchups both for your guys i'm talking about austin matthews and in terms of whoever you want david camp or, or whoever out there so i uh, cannot overstate tonight how how important how crucial these two points are the one when jason spezza you know looks like he's getting it for you when you get the one point, that's massive. But to to pick up the extra in the shootout, that goes such a long way to kind of take the pressure off. And all of a sudden, you can say, okay, it's not about you have to get the two points tonight. It's about you have to play good hockey going forward. And I think I think it's really important to not have that pressure kind of weighing on them where you have to get three points in your final two games. And by the way, injuries. Okay, so anti-Ronta injured in the Carolina yep. game earlier. So they've got both goaltenders, Freddie Anderson, already hurt. Big story tonight will be, I mean, Alexander Ovechkin yep. did leave the game and did not return. Yes. Okay. And it just was like, I've seen some of those that you go in the boards like that, that doesn't look super serious, but there's more of a shoulder injury than you think. Yeah. I hope that's not the case. Early in the game, he he blocked a shot. You wondered if his ankle. That was it. Yeah. So, cause, cause this is a guy that's been remarkably healthy. Wayne Gretzky cited that just saying about why he thinks Ovi can break his record. One is he, Ovi plays a physical game, but he's had an ability not to get injured. Uh, for so many years. So, you know, he left in the third period, didn't come back. He likes coming back for those kind of games. So hopefully, like anybody, you don't want to see any any big stars hurt going in the playoffs, but that'll be the big storyline if there's anything significant at all. Yeah, de- definitely. For for Washington, that's going to be the big thing coming out of that game. And, you know, I, I think we all kind of, that, I think that's a moment for all of us to kind of just sit back and not play TV doctor because I'll, I'll, I'll open up guards on the table here. I'm sitting there going, that's a fake injury. He's not hurt. His feelings are hurt because he didn't get the power play. I figured it was the concussion spotter who put him in the room and maybe it was, but the fact that he did not come back capitals would love to have him later on in that game. So uh, I think it's, it's one of those instances where we can all kind of do a little bit of self-reflection and say, okay, maybe uh, I can give my jokes off uh, to my friend here. But when we're, when we're trying to go uh, public here, you, you never know what happens because an innocent looking play can look really dangerous and really dangerous ones can kind of get off scot-free. Uh, you know, a guy who dodged a big bullet injury wise tonight, uh, the Leafs, uh, one of their Russians, Ilya Mikheyev. Yeah. You know, it looked like it was Ovechkin uh, that, that he got kind of tangled up there. It looked like he jammed his thumb and, it looked to me right then and there when he had the look on his face after he hurt his hand that this was a guy who knows, oh, no, this is bad. And I think it was just a guy who was really scared because he's obviously had some big-time hand problems early on in his career. So important for the Leafs, too. And I don't want to make this just about Mikheyev. 
but to keep dodging those bullets. You need you need to keep playing hard. You need to play strong hockey heading into the playoffs, but you have to stay healthy while you're doing it. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, again, we hope, you know, we hope that is the case, but uh, uh, the other um as we talk lines, it, it ended up being a really exciting game, which um we weren't expecting early on. They seemed kind of even, Stephen. It wasn't a super dull game, but it was not super compelling. And then it got quite exciting. Eric Schalgren, great bounce back after a terrible Tampa Bay game, which he actually wasn't terrible. The no. team was terrible. And so good on him early on. He had to be the better goaltender. And then, you know, just as it went on. And on the shootout, although they kept shooting wide a lot. Yeah. Maybe he takes up a lot of space. <laughs> I don't know. But any, but anyway, it was uh, a great bounce back for him. And, you know, hopefully they don't need two goaltenders in the playoffs, but it was just good to see. Yeah, that's exactly it, right? You're you're not going to have a, you know, a shootout scenario in the playoffs. Obviously, you hope you don't have to rely on Shalgren at all. But on the off chance that you do, you you think a moment like this where, look, it's not it's not some it's not the Arizona Coyotes that you're sitting there and stopping left, right and center. It's it's Kuznetsov and it's Oshie and it's Carlson. Like that, that's a talented team, and the fact that he was able to kind of stand as, as tall as he did. Uh, another guy I have to give a huge shout out to, Jason Spezza. Now oh, he yeah. got he got he would he, he had his goal stolen because of Abruzzese uh, getting caught offside there. But how many times has this guy come through? And yes, I know it's the big moment getting the goal tonight. I always go back to the Columbus series and him being one of the few guys who's saying, hey, are we playing hockey here? What are we doing? And he goes and fights Boone Jenner. This is, it hasn't been the year this year that he's had in years past. His role has been a little bit diminished. He's been healthy scratched a few times and he hasn't liked that. But this just, this just shows how important it is to have depth on your team. And a guy like Jason Spezza, now granted, he's not going to give it to you every single night because of the age and all of that but that's different than a lot of teams, fourth line centers, the skill. Yeah. Display. And all the different options. He's got the most goals he's had in about five years. Cause he's had a very different role compared mm-hmm. to the big contracts with Ottawa and with Dallas. So good seeing him. Wayne Simmons, you saw a couple of shits, uh, shifts that he really went out and got some hits, you know, about that, you know, that, uh, uh, that style. He played, def- he got stuck on defense one shift. That was weird. That yeah. was a little weird. Yeah. He's not going to be a Norris trophy candidate, which I think he would be the first to admit that, but we're seeing, <laughs> yeah, all the, all the different components, that uh, that they can that they can throw out there it was great on great on Jason Spezza um, and again the storyline we mentioned before John Tavares uh, not in the lineup tonight a load management type thing uh, uh, Michael Bunting not either as Sheldon Keith said he felt better today waking up so I mean that you know everything's relative hopefully that's good news as well so we'll find out more they've got two home games. and then the playoffs um, playoffs are not set in stone yet there is a feeling uh, we have to get used to it because people are starting to say, what, the playoffs start on a Monday? They never yeah. start on a Monday. But with the season ending on a Friday, uh, apparently if they're playing at home, they likely would be Monday, Wednesday. Okay. First games, first two games, and then Friday, Sunday on the road. Very tentative and, and not official at all, but that's what they're talking about. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And, you know, uh, it, it's just so weird, right? We're so used to having the calendar set and you know exactly when things are happening and it's May and we're just getting the playoffs going here, as you've mentioned. Hopefully we don't have to deal with any more of this uh, beyond this year and we can get back to the the calendar we all know and love uh, in the NHL. Gord, a lot more to, to get to from this game. Uh, definitely want uh, want to talk about the guy who, who filled in uh, in that Michael Bunting spot and the machinations of what you do with the forward lines. Obviously, they had a ton of changes tonight because of no bunting and because of no Tavares as well. So we'll break that all down. The Leafs picking up a 4-3 win in the shootout. Eric Schalgren cannot say enough good things about the way he performed tonight and especially in the shootout with the Leafs picking up. Honestly, 
I know it's two points. It feels like two bonus points tonight. So 4-3 is the final for the Leafs. We will continue to break it down right here. Brent Gunning and Gord Stellick alongside me. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Let our trained professionals help you come down from the high of the game. Here on the Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Leafs Nation postgame here. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick alongside me. Leafs battling back, tying the game in the third period. Ilya Mikheyev with his 20th of the year. Jason Spezza with his 12th. And then the Leafs pick up the extra point, not in overtime, but in the shootout. Ilya Mikheyev, 20 goals this year. You know, a nice round number gives us a chance to talk about it. This is a guy who has just impressed. And it's not just been that the puck is finally going in the net because he has felt like the most snake-bitten guy forever basically from the start of his tenure here up until he started scoring goals this year I think part of that is just a guy being more comfortable in the league now look the shooting percentage took a huge jump the truth is somewhere in the middle here but this guy's just been such an important player for this team and you know I think of we talked about Kasha and him not being in in the mix as much anymore because of the injuries and it almost has felt like as Kasha went away as an option this year McKay have just continued to charge forward and Almost almost kind of fill in for him or take his place, for lack of a better term. Yeah, absolutely. One of the better Leafs tonight and one of the better Leafs in a lot of games. And, and again, to go to the shootout, and Joe and Jim commented on it. Mm-hmm. Why was he skating so slow Why? of all players? Because he's had success coming in full speed, and he's been able to cut around. He's actually had probably the most deceptive speed, I think, of the Leaf players. Deceptive. You'd imagine he's like, you would think he'd be the guy who would start at his own goal yeah. line and build up a ton of speed. So we, yeah. like, uh, inexplicably, so many players, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, right out, he wanted to take it over again because he just, <laughs> he deked himself out of his jockstrap. <laughs> but in the case of Mikheyev, that was that was baffling coming in. And I will say, we never take issue. It's hard to take issue with Austin Matthews. He's not a selfish player. He has no reputation of being a selfish player. Be a selfish player. Shoot the puck. Shoot that puck in the overtime. Actually, it almost came back, cost them the game. They ended up getting a too many men because for starters, they were gassed. Yep. But he made a great pass. And wow, that that uh, that was a great save by Vanacek on, on Mitch Marner. But man, oh man, everyone now we're down to two games. Yep. Two games left to get the 60 goals. And, you know, we just, the assumption was he would get that. And people were talking, hey, could he get 70? Whatever it may be. I certainly never thought 70, but just 60. Come on. He deserves it. I, I thought 65 was in play. I uh, I no longer feel that way. Although, hey, if uh, if number 34 wants to go out there and prove me wrong, I would gladly be wrong to see him go uh, on an absolute tear here. Uh, just funny, kind of looking at the numbers here, and, you know, this is going to happen. Players hit slumps. They go through spells, and I don't think Matthews is in a slump. You see the way he's playing. He's playing tremendous hockey. It's five straight games without a goal now has not scored since hitting 51 in 50. Now, part of me says, oh, is that, you know, he hit the milestone and that allowed him to exhale? No, I don't think that's what happened. I think he's had terrible puck luck the past few games, and you play the games he's played the past couple, more times than not, he gets a goal there. I mean, he almost split the puck in half when he hit the post in overtime, I believe, and then he had the great rush chance where he did hit the post on the backhand. That was like shades of his OT winner in the Heritage Classic or the Winter Classic against Detroit all those years ago. So this is not me sitting here going, you need more from him. I mean, yeah, you need him to put the puck in the net, but there's no need for for concern. But it's just, it is really odd to see Matthews go five straight games without a goal. Haven't seen that yet this year until right now. Yeah, well, guys, and again, we're not going to say weak Detroit or anything. Uh, and, you know, we were chatting earlier about, you know, some guy sitting out tonight and just 
in general, would you reduce shifts? But uh, And then we're chatting, and more and more, I think these next two games, you got to play like it's a playoff game. Yep. So, you know, just uh, – so if Matthew's going to play 23 minutes in the playoffs, then he should play, you know, 22, 23 minutes in the next couple of games. Like, it's not one about, okay, we're going to get equal ice time. Uh, the You know, we just don't want to get hurt. The points aren't as important, whatever. No, I think – and that's why tonight I liked it. Tonight, you know, they're finding ways to win games. And you've got to do that in the playoffs and, and good habits in the regular season in so many ways. And that's one of them that doesn't show up statistically except the points you get in the, in the leaderboard. And the standing wise, standings is those kinds of things. And they, and they really, really did that tonight. Yeah, no, I, I, you've been banging on that drum all year long of, yes, it's nice to be able to go out and win when your offense is rolling or when your goalie steals you a game. But you have to find a hundred different ways to get it done. You're going to have to come from behind like you did tonight. You are going to have to hold on to a one-goal lead with your dear life in the third period. You're going to need your goaltender to stand on his head and steal you a game or steal you a period. And if you're a good team, you can do all of those things on, on any given night. And as the season's gone on for the Leafs, you've definitely seen them be able to kind of mix and match different styles and, and mix and match different different kind of game scripts there. Uh, somebody who, you know, honestly wasn't a big factor tonight, but I think he has been a massive addition this year. Potentially the best Leafs trade in, well, since Jake Muzzin, honestly, and uh, unfortunately Muzzin not factoring in right now, let's hear from Mark Giordano. Looks like you guys kind of that one out tonight. Yeah, it, yeah, it uh, definitely wasn't our best game. Uh, we realized that, but uh, I thought we really made a huge push there towards the end, obviously, to, to get it tied, and uh, yeah, that's a big win. I mean, finding ways to win like that is, is really important. Mark, what does it say about the group that you say doesn't have the best game, but you managed to rally when it looks like yeah, I think it says a lot, especially being a back-to-back with some pretty tough travel last night too. So uh, to be able to gut it out, I thought the last ten minutes we we made a you know a decision to to obviously make a push, and uh, um, it was huge to to get those goals and then pushing into overtime and winning a shootout. And you did it without three guys you normally rely on, John and uh, Bunting and, and, and Timmy. Yeah, yeah, no, it's. Uh, you know, we've obviously at this time of year, guys in and out of the lineup, um, uh, preparing. Hopefully, uh, we're all fresh and ready for playoffs. Hopefully, but uh, you need different guys to step up. And and I thought the guys who came in obviously did a great job. And um, it was a battle tonight. I thought they they carried uh, the play obviously uh, in zone. I thought they had a lot more zone time than us. But uh, we we grinded. We we stuck with it. And found that that's an impressive way to find a way to win there. What was it like to reunite with TJ? It was good. I think there, you know, there's a little bit of rust there. I think the biggest thing is is the uh, I was telling them is the lefty righty thing. You, you know, you I stuffed them with a couple passes. I felt like there tonight, uh, um, just getting used to that again. But it was fine. I mean, I think tonight uh, wasn't the easiest game to play. In. We were defending a lot as a team, so um, uh, but it, we're happy. Obviously, we got the win. How key is it now, Mark, with the um, just the two games left, three days apart? So you haven't been a spacer before. Yeah, I think our, you know, we've done a pretty good job here. Our uh, trainers and coaches making decisions on giving us days when we need them. Uh, this week has been pretty light as far as practice goes. And, uh, you know, next week it's all about being sharp and, and cranking it up to be playoff ready. I mean, we saw we got a good taste of it there in Tampa. So we, we got to get to that level and, and go from there. Yeah, he was awesome. I thought he was fighting through a lot of screens. They were putting a lot of pucks to the net, uh, made some some huge, huge saves in regulation, and then obviously 
uh, in the shootout and, and in overtime, he, he stood, stood tall. So it was a, it was an impressive performance by him. You guys are now a point away from clinching home ice advantage in that first round series. What's the significance of that to you? Oh, it's important. I think anytime, uh, you're playing team, the team we're going to play, it's going to be a pretty, pretty even series. So you want that, you want that extra game at home if it, if it comes to that. Yeah, I would agree. I would like that extra game uh, at home if it comes to that. I mean, let's be honest. I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope the Leafs are home and cool by the time a game seven comes around. And I want to be clear, home in the second round of the playoffs. Uh, there there was Mark Giordano. He gets reunited with TJ Brody. You know, that's been the, the pair that's been sitting there waiting for this team. I, I think uh, G- Gio mentioned it there. You know, it's guys who obviously are very comfortable with each other, but they haven't played together in a couple of seasons. Brody's been here. Giordano was with the Flames, then he was with the Kraken, and, you know, uh, Brody, obviously, he's used to it, but for Giordano, probably a little weird seeing a guy who shoots the same hand as he, he does. Uh, uh, lefties there, and uh, he said it did uh, kind of, he, he felt like he gave Brody a couple uncomfortable passes, so I think that, you know, what you learn out of that is not really much. You can go back to it if you need it, but I also think that uh, Giordano and Lilligren's been a really nice pair for this team, and Brody's been a guy who can kind of prop up others, so I don't know how much you'll go back to it, but uh, I like that they did give it a run tonight. Yeah, Lilligren, another guy had the night off tonight, but you're you're right, just about um, really started developing well himself throughout the season. And just the fact you add the depth D, it's not just a guy like Lilligren being able to play with them, but you've just elevated everything else. Everyone, everyone else plays better because you're getting a better partner. Yeah, that's right. Uh, somebody who factored in in a big, big way uh, for, for this Leafs win. Silky shootout goal. Wonderful game-tying goal late in the third period. Let's hear from Vintage himself, Jason Spezza. Jason, that looked like, uh, I guess, as gritty a win as this team has had all season. Huh? Yeah, for sure. We definitely didn't have our best tonight. Uh, but you're going to find yourself in those situations. I think the, the comeback is great. It shows we stuck with the game. Uh, you know, huge goal by Mickey to, to give us a chance. And then uh, six on five, good to see us execute. Something we've been working on in practice quite a bit and something we're going to need. What do you make of Eric Chaldron after what happened in Tampa and his performance tonight? Yeah, just really proud of him. Uh, you know, it was tough to have to keep him in there for all those goals and when the game got away from us in Tampa. Um, but, you know, we had to protect Soup and, and he knew that. I think he handled it really well. A uh, huge bounce back game from the saves he makes in overtime just to get us to a shootout. And then they got some of the best shooters in the league, and he looked real poised and calm. Uh, we got lots of confidence playing in front of him. Jason, you guys, you guys know as a team what you're all about now. Um, but when you have players like John out and Tim and uh, Bunting, well, I think it's just next man up mentality this time of year and uh, different nights, different guys have to step up and uh, I think it's just the nature of the time of year. I think it's, uh, you're not always going to be healthy, you're not always going to have a full lineup, you know, the if you have plans on making a deep run, you know, you're going to use different guys at different times and uh, I think that's a good test for us today to play against a team that was fresh and looking to get back at us for the win we had in Toronto and uh, they came out really hard. Thought we, you know, got through the first ten minutes, not playing our best hockey, and then uh, kind of let the game kind of settle down. Kept it close. They got the goals, and we stuck with it. So, uh, you know, a, a good back-to-back game for us. Not ideal way we want to play every night, but it's a great sign to get points. How much are you looking forward to these playoffs? It's an exciting time of year. It's a, I play the whole year to get to this point, so uh, and I feel like I can bring my best this time of year, and uh, I'm excited. What's that tonight? Um, two goals. One of them counted. One of them called back. Have you seen that? Both teams 
Yeah, no, they're not very common to see two it's the hockey gods evening things out. So uh, I didn't know that there was mine was close to being offside when he scored, and then it gets taken away. It is what it is, and uh, and I didn't see the hand, the glove uh, hand pass. So that's great work by Beaner and Sam. Uh, you know those guys, they don't seem to miss. They're you know attention to detail, second to none. So uh, it always rallies the bench a little bit too when they get you know, make a call like that. So it was great. Aside from the point now, you need to clinch second. What's the key for the group this week? The two games left. Yeah, just stick to our structure, uh, you know, really work on our game. You know, there's been different combinations. Just kind of get settled in with your line mates and uh, really just have that workman-like mentality. We haven't changed anything here for a while, and I don't see a reason why we need to change anything just because we're, you know, heading into playoffs. Uh, we know what's ahead of us. We know the challenge ahead. Um, you know, that Tampa game gave us a good indication of uh, the intensity ramping up. I thought tonight was similar. You know, coming in on a back-to-back against a team in a tough building, and we handled it better. So, uh, you know, keep moving forward. Yeah, it's you know it's important because coaches get matchups. Uh, you know, if you find yourself in deciding games, it's at home. Um, I don't know. I think you, as teams, you set small goals, and you know we've set a goal to try to get home ice. Once you realize where you are in the standings, so you try to reach it. But uh, we all know it's a clean slate once we start playoffs. So uh, this stuff is stuff that matters right now for us. But once it's game one, uh, you just you just play. Three and four back to back, lots of travel. Do you feel that? Like, is it more mental? Like, how would you describe the process of going into a game like this from that perspective? Yeah, that's a that's a Western Conference night getting in. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I got used to it a little bit, just getting in at two thirty and uh, getting to bed at three. Uh, but it's not ideal. It's not great for the body. And uh, I thought you guys responded well to it. It's not something we have to do very often. So I thought we handled it really well. Uh, we've used a lot of time this week to get rest, and that's kind of what happens this time of year. Is it's just you know you save everything for the games and and you go at it. But uh, I thought it was good good maturity for us to get points out of this game. It's a tough game. One of the best laughs in the league reared its ugly head in there. Jason Spezza cracking himself up. And uh, man, that's the type of guy who, you know, his role on the team is what it is, but you can hear it in his voice, the way he has been through these wars so many times. Yep. It's an exciting time of year, but you don't need to make more of it than it is. Uh, You know, leadership is a lot of things. Leadership is showing how it's done and he definitely does that. But man, uh, it, it really will pay off. Hopefully, hopefully to have that veteran sage wisdom to, to lean on. Cause you, you could just feel it coming through in the post game there. It's a big high emotional win. And he is as ho-hum as you can be about it. And you know, his role with Toronto has really worked. Joe Thornton's didn't, it was wonderful. Everyone loves Joe Thornton. Mm-hmm. It was great having him as a leaf, but what Spets has been able to find that niche, Joe Thornton couldn't. And in Florida, um, he really hasn't either. Just would be nice. Well, you don't want them to win no. the cup, but Mm-mm. but uh, no, their I'll, fans don't even want them. Oh, to yeah, win, that's Gord. true. Particularly after the, tonight, but uh, just taking anyway, taking a run at. But J- Jason Spetcher just is, and even how 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 ridiculous Mike Babcock treated him mm-hmm. at the start. You know, he took that with with he took that very professionally, very classy. One of them was professional and classy about it. He took that with great aplomb. I think that's right. It sounds right. I don't know. It sounds pretty classy yeah. here. Sam AP, McKee, Sam AP, McKee L- gave me L-O-M-B, two thumbs like up. It. He yeah. thought it was so good there. Uh, Brett got a Gord Stellick here. Got plenty more to break down. Going to hear from some more of the Leafs as well. And again, we're going to break down. What do they do with these lines? What do you want to see the next two games? Leafs pick up a pair of points tonight. They need just one more to lock up home ice advantage in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That'll almost certainly be against Tampa. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick. We will continue to break down the Leafs shootout win here. Sportsnet 590, the fan, the Maple Leafs radio network. 
Time for a little hockey talkie. This is Leafs Nation Postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick here, basking in the afterglow of a Leafs shootout win on the road in Washington. 4-3 is the final. Gord, you and I, were pretty happy about it. Let's hear what Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe has to say. Yeah, it was a real gutsy effort, gritty effort for the guys to, to find a way there. You know, we didn't we didn't have much today. It seemed like we were playing on fumes most of the night. Um, so, you know, we're encouraging the guys at 3-1 just to you know, not accept their fate, but keep pushing and uh, start with one. Huge goal by Mickey uh, gets us going there, and, and then six on five comes through. During the TV timeout, there, Sheldon, you called the guys over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In, in light of what happened in Tampa with Shalgren, what do you make of how he responded? I think it was great. I mean, I thought I thought the the guys in front of him did a good job. I I thought, despite the fact that we didn't we didn't play well today, we didn't manage the puck well today. It just you could just tell we just weren't sharp. Um, I thought defensively we did a good job. We didn't give up a lot of like really high quality chances. Um, but the ones that we did, and especially when we got when when we got some long shifts in our in our end, and then of course the shootout, um, he was excellent, and I, and I love to see it. You know, like we talked about the other night. I mean, it gets away on us and, and him in Tampa, but I mean, you saw enough in that first period that that's that was the focus to try to build on that and be encouraged by that. There's some some of the world's best shooters on, on this Washington team as well, and he stood his ground. So, you know, I'm really excited that the team found a way to get a win for him. Jason was saying the bench was pretty pumped. Uh, Sam and Jordan coming through with the video replay. Is that something that uh, you picked up on in real time, or can you take us through the process? There? No, I mean, we didn't see it at all. Nobody on our bench was talking about it. Uh, credit to those guys. You know, Beaner is, is, uh, is on the ball with these things. And uh, there's... There's a honestly, it seems like there's a hundred things a game that they pick up on. It just doesn't always result in a goal. Um, so I sometimes think that sometimes they they may be cheering for us to get scored on in some of these cases. So it's a chance for them to to shine. Um, but uh, they they they, yeah, it was great. It was a great job. They communicated it well. They were on the ball. It was very clear to the that uh, you know that we should challenge that. Um, like I said, I, I don't know if I don't know if on the broadcast they picked that up on it, or if anybody in the building or anybody would have picked up on that. But they they have a job to do there. Um, you know, Beaner takes the lead on it, and Sam supports them through it, through all the other things that they have going on behind the scenes there. So huge moment in the game for sure. So again, you know, it's good to get the, the proper result to come out of that. What's the key now this week, Sean? Well, I mean, the first thing for us, <clears throat> like, let's get home and enjoy a day off tomorrow. This is a tough day today. I mean, this, you know, I, last night it, was, it would have been four in the morning before, you know, our guys. You know, Spencer called it a Western Conference back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was tough. It's a tough travel all the way out here, and then you get almost an hour bus ride just to, from the airport to get to the hotel and, and you're pretending to settle in. 
you know, it's four in the morning, you're going to sleep, and then it seems like 12, you know, 12, or it is 12 hours later, you're back at the rink again and ready to play. And it's a tough ask in the NHL. Uh, it's a tough ask anywhere, but certainly in the NHL for a team that was here waiting, we knew they were, you know, Washington is a good team. We're the only team that's beaten them in, in regulation in the last uh, now 11 games, I think it is. Um, they're playing really good hockey. We knew they'd be motivated today. So for our team to find a way to get this game to overtime and then get the second point is great. So first let's get home, get some rest, see where we're at as a group. We still have to secure home ice advantage. You know, that's that's uh, that's important for us. So we have an opportunity to do that on home ice and get that taken care of. So that's, that is important. But we've got to take care of our players here, just like, you know, our decision to give John the night here today. Um... That, that was important for us. We'll see where we're at with guys, see how we come out of today. Salary cap being what it is, and there's not a there's not a great deal of flexibility there to, to, to make any real changes. So, you know, I would imagine we'll look somewhat similar to what we did tonight. At the risk of asking a question with the obvious answer, how important is home ice to you? What will it mean to you? Well, it is. It's uh, Listen, it's... It's important because we're in control of it right now. If we weren't in control of it, I'd probably downplay it because, you know, that's just the reality of it. Is it, it's so, in terms of in the series itself, I, you know, some of those things are probably a little overstated because you do get home games. Obviously, the real advantage comes in later in the series, you know, in a game seven type scenario, but you've got to earn your way there. Um, we'd love the ability to start on home ice, and we're in control of it right now, so, you know, we might as well. Uh, get it done and secure it, but we're not there yet. We didn't get the, the necessary points on this trip. Um, so that's the way it goes. we gotta, we got to finish that off here, but um, that won't trump anything else, any other decisions we have to make if it comes to the health of our players. So we'll see where we at, we're at when we come out of this and uh, make some decisions from there. Like I said, you know, the roster is what it is, and you don't have a lot of – there's not going to be a lot of movement either way. Maybe a tough game to judge, but what do you think of Brody and Giordano? Yeah, I have to watch it back, but it is a really tough game for us to, to to take much out of. To be honest, we just we just didn't have it today. We didn't have the legs. We didn't have the execution. Our our you know, our decision making wasn't great. You know, so a lot of those things, you know, would uh, would probably not look great on videos and stuff, but. Um, it was nice to get the game, get those guys together and, and get them some minutes together and, and all of that, but I, I'm not going to be taking too much out of this one here. We're just going to press on and get ready for Detroit. And... There it is. Uh, not not quite Bill Belichick's road to Cincinnati, but we are on to Scotiabank Arena where the Leafs have a pair of games left Tuesday against the Red Wings and then finishing, finishing things up Friday against the Bruins at home. Brent Gunning and Gord Stellick here. We will continue to wrap this up. Put a nice little bow on what is a 4-3 win for the Leafs. They pick up a pair of points in Washington with a successful finish to the road trip. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick, we will wrap it up next right here on Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Leafs pick up a huge pair of points. They now need just one more point to clinch home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs. They have their next chance to do that. That's Tuesday against Detroit. Uh, we learned a few things tonight, Gord. We learned Jason Spezza still has it. We learned Eric Schalgren very much has it in the shootout. My question for you, 
What can we hope to learn, if anything, in these next two games? Is it just about having good habits, or is there still something you can glean? Uh, potentially guys getting nights off, or who knows? Let's be honest. Can the playoffs start tomorrow? <laughs> like, seriously, can the playoffs start You have more tomorrow? pull than me. I need you to do okay, it. Okay, I'm going to work on okay. it. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll do an excellent job with those games Always for the post-game do. shows. Uh, but uh, end it at home on a, on a positive note. Good habits. But, yeah, I, can the please, the playoffs start tomorrow? Yes, and please, can number 34 get yes, at that's least it. two more okay, goals? Okay, let's go. The 60-goal thing. And uh, go Raptors uh, tomorrow as well. And and I know the Jays lost a tough one today, but uh, uh, keep it going there. Best time ever. And, you know, God bless the Argos. I kind of put them on the back burner. But best time ever if you're a fan of those three teams. Yeah, shout out to Pinball too. Why not? While we're at it here, Andrew Dutch Hall and Sam McKee behind the glass. As you mentioned, Gord, we'll be back with post-game pods on Tuesday and Friday. Leafs back Tuesday at home against the Wings. Brent Gunning and Gord Stellick talking you through what was a 4-3 win for the Leafs on the road in Washington. This has been Leafs Nation Post Game on Sportsnet 590 The Fan.